John Doe, you're the hope of the world. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's production company. Oh, wow. Hit record. You remember that? I do remember that. Did that ever do anything? He was trying to get, like, a... He was trying to, like, crowdsource 
ideas, I think. <laughs> I think he still does it. I think you can go on there and, like, he'll, he'll like, post a thing that'll be, like, uh, it'll be, like, a picture or something. And he'll say, like, make a short video based off of this picture or whatever. And I guess that's, like, a crowdsourcing way of, like, trying to find, like, a new director or, like, a writer or something. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It does seem like it's, like, mining for data, though. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Because he's like, here, I have all this money. Give me your ideas and we'll make them happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's what you do with banks, so. That's true. They're all banks in one yeah. form or another. Uh, well, I guess we should get started. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to an actual podcast. Uh, I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Aaron. Moreland? Yeah. <laughs> I was playing around with, like, not saying my last name. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know, it's too much. I said too many uh, syllables. I think it went quiet because you were supposed to start, like, with the member we talked about. Well, when you nodded at me just there, it felt like you were telling me to say the rest of my name. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, uh, you want to cut this out? No. Okay, we'll keep, keep it, it in. All keep right. it in. Right. Keep the bloopers. Keep the bloopers. Yeah, actual so comedy presents an actual podcast. Angel Ace and Aaron Moreland. And uh, we have a great show for you today. Yeah, we do. Um, it's crazy because we have we had a bunch of stuff happen this week. I actually had two full podcasts worth of information <laughs> yeah. that I wanted to put out this week. Yeah. And um, so much shit happened that we like had to just kind of put that aside and just talk about the week. Yeah. Because it's been quite a week um, in terms of losses. We've had some, um, we've had some big losses. Uh, well, it's been a lot of like celebrity deaths. Yeah, celebrity death week. losses is what I meant. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I was really really like bl- like put into like another timeline. It felt like when I heard <laughs> the first one, um, because this person had been such a stable figure in my life. Yeah. Like at this point, I think they've been with me longer than my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hearing that he died suddenly, yeah. I like was I was shocked and you were home napping. Yeah. And I actually like left my office so that I could come home and tell you because I didn't <laughs> want you to like wake up to the news. Um uh, should we say who it is? Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, yeah, so Jerry Springer passed away. Jerry Springer. Uh Jer- his real name was Gerard. Or Gerald, I think. Springerstein? No, just Springer. Just Springer? Gerard Springer. Ger- Gerald Springer. Springered. It has to be Gerald. Yeah, it was Gerald. But yeah. Yeah, how did that make you feel? Uh, pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, I liked Jerry Springer a lot. Uh, he was like a big... I want to say inspiration to the way I like look at things in life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he really... Um, yeah, through his show, I learned a, a lot. So, uh, yeah, I was kind of sad. I was saddened, too. I feel like, you know, he raised us, basically, you know? Yeah. And I felt like he was, like, a, like one of the first people who was, like, a great moderator for, like, just, like, dumb debates. Yeah, like, just absolute craziness. He was able to just stand there and give, like, this, like, heartfelt monologue. Yeah, and we're we're going to start, like, feeling the uh, repercussions of his passing away, right? And also not being, like, on television, but... Yeah, like, I mean, we're already feeling it. Yeah, I mean, think about... Uh, I was thinking about this earlier. Can you imagine if this whole Kid Rock, Dylan Mulvaney thing happened on the Jerry Springer show? 
that would be amazing. Yeah, it would, right? It would be amazing, and they would be friends. Because <laughs> yeah. Jerry Springer would find some point of, like, common interest. Well, that was the thing. Like, Jerry Springer taught me, like, through watching that show, that, like, humans, like, there can be some pretty, pretty dark, messed up at their core, like humans, right? And I feel like the big message that came out of it was that, like, no matter how dark and demented and like messed up someone is like at their core no one can really like turn down a good twerk contest that's true that's true <laughs> there's nobody that won't throw it down <laughs> or for some jerry beads can you imagine if they like forced uh kid rock to twerk who for was Dylan doing Malay? it first the jerry beads or the guy from um girls gone wild mm. i mean obviously we know mardi gras was doing it first but i feel like jerry started that first and then the guy that did girls gone wild like took took like yeah I don't, his idea on the road i don't remember which one came first but only one of them got in trouble for doing it right exactly <laughs> because despite the amount of utter pieces of shit that he had on there yeah first of all he showed that all of them were loved in some way by somebody yeah, right? yeah. well he always had that message at the end right the final thought jerry's final thought yeah yeah what was his final thought you think his final, final thought? His final, final thought. Uh, I don't know. Probably something about the uh, ethnicity of the nurse that was taking care of him. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't he, like that. Nah, he didn't. He actually, like, as like what I was starting to say was as much as he had pieces of shit on there. Yeah. I don't think he was a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of, like, the normal level of piece of shit that happens in... Yeah, you know what was great about that show that I discovered recently was that um, his last name is Springer, right? Mm -hmm. But all, all, <laughs> apparently he had no idea what any of the topics were going to be for any of the guests before they came out. Really? So, like, every reaction that he gave, like, in the beginning of, like, Tell me your story and like so so I can figure out what's going on here. I think that was like legit the first time he was hearing that story every time the person would say it. Really? Yeah, yeah. So wait, did they not get like the gist of stories and run them by him before he like approves them to be on the show? Or do the producers do that and Jerry's just there to respond? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what how it would be. I think they were interviewing like one of the producers or something and he was talking about how Actually, wasn't it during, like, a documentary that me and you watched? I can't remember. We watched... What did we watch? We did watch something about, like, a documentary about him, but I can't remember. We should have actually probably rewatched it. Yeah. You know, just to pay some homage. R.I.P. R.I.P. Jerry. Yeah. I, he, Do, has Steve Wilkos said anything on his show? I guess we haven't had... He, he died Friday, right? Or Thursday? Mm, I forget. I think it was Thursday, but yeah. and I wasn't home Friday to say, but... I'm wondering, because Steve Wilkos got a start on Jerry Springer. He met his wife through that and show. And he met his wife there. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, that day felt weird in general. Yeah. I mean, he's always going to uh, have, like, a place in my heart, because one of his, like, things that he used to do was <laughs> he would invite this guy who was, like, basically just, like, an upper torso. and He was security. No, was he security? Yeah, he made that dude security. Well, not always, though. It was just I like mean, a, maybe like one episode, the special episode. I feel like I saw him on there a lot. Too hot for TV. <laughs> Upper torso guy plays security. <laughs> no, you don't remember him 
running around with like a supervisor shirt on or something? No, well, I was going to say that my favorite thing that Jerry ever did was he like introduced the guy in one of his shows, like the beginning of one of his shows. And the guy just like his whole job during the whole show was to walk like in the background and like not pay attention to like anything that was happening on the stage or to Jerry talking or anything like that. So he was just walking. He was just like a freak show for the background? He was just fucking, yeah, because he was just an upper torso just walking on his hands. And then people would be on stage like giving like this heartfelt story about how like they hope they're not being cheated on and then you like look up and then the dude's just like walking on his hands. Who do you, do you think Jerry came up with that bit? Like he was like, hey, let's get know. this guy on there and just kind of add some levity to the situation. I don't know, but who's, whose ever idea it was, it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I remember that guy from f- like being uh, a guest, but I remember him being like a big part of the show for a long time. Mm. I don't, maybe, maybe I've only just seen a couple episodes and they were all the same. Yeah. But I, it, I mean, yeah, it just felt like a like a loss, like a a cultural loss. Yeah, because it now what fills in the spot the space of that? I mean, he had, he had already left TV, but his personality was still kind of around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mari's gone. Mari's gone. Uh, we got freaking. Is Steve Wilkos still making the show? I think so. He's actively making. He's actively making new it. episodes. Yeah, him and Karamo. And Karamo is two guys. A bummeramo. <laughs> you know what though? I feel like he's like this is his still like his first season, so I think he's like trying to find his like legs on like what he like actually wants to do. You think this is gonna get better? It might. I don't know. He has the personality to make it better, but there's... he just tells everybody they look good and he likes their outfits. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and then he's like, "All right, are you ready to unlock that phone?" That's like the new thing. Yeah. <laughs> But I digress. So we talk about, you know, the man who told half of our generation whether or not they were the father. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gone. Wait, did he ever do paternity tests on his show? I think he started with the paternity. Did he? Mm, I don't remember. Or did he just stick to the other? I uh, think he just had people on there who had, like, beefs and were like, come talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Um, Damn, I like don't even remember like actual episodes of the Jerry Show. I just remember him being like such a good um, babysitter. Yeah, like he was a good moderator of like craziness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I don't know. It sucks. Yeah, pretty sad. So we lost him, and then we lost another great uh, artist and musician. Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte, who I really don't. So, how many songs was he famous for? He died. Yeah, this is like ninety six. Farewell. Okay. Uh, Deo. That's the name of the song. Or I think so. Yeah, Deo. Was he being racist towards Italians? No, Deo, oh, not Dago. Oh. <laughs> and then you got Jump in the Line. Okay. Those are the only ones I know. Didn't, no, actually, I did look up a couple more, but I can't remember their names off the top of my head. Didn't he do the uh, chorus for that uh, Ponder Replay song? No. He didn't that do was that? Sean Paul. No, no, no. Not the remix. The the regular song. It was like Rihanna doing the like regular stuff, and then Harry Belafonte did the chorus, right? I don't think hey, so. Hey, mister, come Ponder Replay. That wasn't him? If it was, I don't. I don't know. Fuck. 
I don't really know any. Do you name like four of them? I probably know like two of those four. You know them. Do I? If you heard them, I mean, two, two of them are in Beetlejuice. Who was the one? Oh, uh, yeah. Who was I think the, that's probably where I know it from. Who was the one that had a music video with uh, Robin Williams and Chevy Chase? Paul Simon? Was that Paul Simon? I think so. Which that one? That wasn't this guy? I no, you know what? I'm thinking of the Paul Simon video. You can call me Al. What about? But what that's was, Chevy Chase, but not. Um, what was "Don't Worry, Be Happy"? Was that Harry Belafonte? No, that was Bobby McFerrin. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, what else about? He's still alive. I don't know. I didn't check into him. All right, we'll look into that later. But yeah, Harry Belafonte. So was he like? Did you? Like, actually, like, listen to his music at any point in your life? Well, those three sa- songs that I named you, yeah. I listened to them a lot. Because yeah. they were, like, fun songs. They were, like, uplifting, something you could put on to, like, just... But you thought that before or after you saw Beetlejuice? Probably after. Really? Yeah, I mean, because Beetlejuice came out when I was, like, a kid. Yeah. So, I don't think I was listening to Harry Belafonte before that. <laughs> It was mostly Veggie Tales. Really? I don't know. No, I don't think we got Christian by by then. I think I probably saw Beetlejuice before that. Nice. You got it just under the wire. Just under the wire. <laughs> Maybe he did a song with Kanye. I don't know. Harry Belafonte. Didn't they say? I saw something that said he was like an activist or something. But then I went online and people were saying that he was like one of these Bill Cosby dudes. Like oh, really? Walking around telling people to pull their pants up and stop sagging and stop using Oh, that kind words. of Bill Cosby yeah. guy. Yeah, what'd you think I meant? I thought you meant the um, criminal Bill Cosby that got charged with rape, well, then dropped. Wait a minute. This is the first I'm hearing about this. Bill Cosby from The Cosby Show? Yes. Doctor, what was it, Huxtable? Dr. Huxtable himself. He got charged with like roofing like 85 women. He's in jail right now? No, they let him out on a technicality. Oh. What's he doing right now? Uh, He's like 90, so I think he's just like rotting in some house in West Philly. Oh, shit. You think he was sad about Harry Belafonte? I'm sure he was. He probably talked shit about Jerry Springer, didn't he? Mm, maybe. Fuck you think him. that's why? You think he put a curse on him? He, <laughs> no, Harry Belafonte died first. He died a couple of days before. Bill Cosby looks like he has a gypsy curse. He on. does. Yes. His eyes are turning into glass. Do you remember when Cancel. he got like first let out of prison and like he did like a TikTok or something where he was just like eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and talking about Oh man. Some, I don't even know what he what was, was saying. What was the boy, did, did he steal that from Ellen? Didn't Ellen do something like that? She did. Oh man. Damn. I guess in your senility, you start, like, copying other people, right? Maybe. I don't think he was doing <laughs> it for, like, a show. I think he was just, like, I don't know. I guess it was for show. Yeah. You know, you're a stand-up comedian always. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is uh, weird that I feel like uh, a lot of people that I know, like, feel like Harry Belafonte was a big part of their lives. Uh, I don't know why. He wasn't a big part of my life. But Jerry Springer definitely was. Uh but we were talking earlier about how uh, weird it is when there's that, like, collective feeling of, like, something ending. Yeah. Like, big changes are coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, like if you have, like, a death in a family, like, 
other people can sympathize with you because they're part of your family and they know that person, right? Yeah. Um, if you have like a pet die and you're like a single person, you're you're kind of like alone in your grief. But when it's a, like a celebrity, it's kind of like a shared. Yeah, grief everybody like experience. feels it. Yeah. Uh, how do you think that works? You think it's like less harsh for the individual because it's like spread out amongst more people. I don't know. I think it's probably just spread out amongst more people. I think the people yeah. that are like, like, I mean, I was sad for like still when Michael Jackson died. Yeah. And that like, I was very sad. Yeah. Yeah. And like the person that told me that he died said it in like a sarcastic way. And it was like, you know, you know how I was told how I was, uh, living in my parents' house and I was, uh, upstairs in my room. And uh, I heard my dad call me from the living room. He's like, Angel. And I come out of my room. And I'm like, what's up? He's like, yo, did you see the news? And I was like, no, what happened? He's like, Michael Jackson died. And I was like, what? No, are you kidding me? And he just looks at me. He goes, he's fucking dead. And he walks away. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think I just got it through text. Like somebody like, texted you that Michael Jackson died. Yeah, and like they knew what a fan I was. It wasn't um, like you know they knew that that was something that was going to, uh, you know, make me sad. Yeah. My my best friend, like for years, uh, she would prank me on April Fool's Day and tell me that Dave Matthews died. Oh. I was a big Dave Matthews. Fan. I'm I'm still a Dave Matthews fan. I'm not gonna lie. But, like, when I was younger, I was, like, a... I really wish you wouldn't admit that on a podcast. I mean, come so. on. Do you want to talk about who you were fans of when you were 16? 16? 17. I have to go 24. back. I have to go back to my list of CDs that I have <laughs> to see who I was uh, a fan of. Um, yeah, you shouldn't admit that you like Dave Matthews. Why? I don't know. And we're going to come... It's going to be a full circle thing, and then people are going <laughs> to appreciate what a good mu- magician he is. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird feeling when, uh, like, a celebrity dies, and, like, a bunch of people are like, damn, like, that that person's gone now. Yeah. Uh, was, and then we... Like, not only did we have deaths, we had, like, losses. Yeah, yeah. On, on, like, the mainstream. Yeah, it's been a week of, like, a lot of endings, I feel like. Yeah. Like, not just, like, uh, a person's life. <laughs> yeah, but people's ca- lives are ending. too. Businesses are completely changing. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, we had, like, a major uh, leadership uh, upheaval for our area for, mm. the, for the job that I do. And... Um, it was like, I mean, not unexpected to some people, but to me, I didn't, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. And, um, it's just weird. Like being in that office after like things were changed around, everybody's just like, I don't know. If, it's not like they're walking on eggshells, but it's just like, I don't know. Everything feels different. I don't know how to put it. Yeah. Like the energy feels different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the first time that. You've experienced that, right? I mean, no, not really. When I worked in other, like, businesses and stuff, like, I've experienced, like, changing of management mm-hmm. and stuff. But I, this is, this is probably the first time I've experienced it in the role that I'm in. So Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, like, the person that, whatever, it doesn't really affect me other than it's just, like, 
honestly an energy that I didn't like dealing with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that will no longer be around. So it it only kind of affected me in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've uh, been through something similar at my job over the past like couple years, like a change in management. And uh, for the most part, I mean, knock on, knock on wood, uh, there hasn't been anything like too bad because I'm pretty good at like trying to fly under the radar and yeah, you know, stay out of the limelight either uh, for good or bad reasons. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to get like you. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, I'm here to do my job. Uh, tell me what my job is. I'll do that. And uh, I'm leaving. I'm not going to talk about you badly on social media or anything. And uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, at least not under your real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go by a pseudonym. Yeah. Like an alias. Do you think uh, it's possible to steal the identity of a celebrity, like, after they die? I mean, well, that was our first theory that we talked about with Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. They're, like, apparently creating that, if you were to believe these things. <laughs> So you think if uh, they came out with a Jerry clone, people would or wouldn't go for it? I don't think they would go for it because he's like almost 80. Yeah. And um, I wouldn't want a Harry Belafonte clone telling people to pick their pants up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he was 90 something. So it's not <laughs> yeah. like we were shocked by his uh, his death, but it did definitely feel like a collective um piece of like whatever culture like i mean i don't even honestly is that he said is that jamaican he's no. jamaican Harry the song Bell he does is jamaican farewell mm. jamaica farewell and then the deo song is about collecting bananas no let me tell you phil collins yeah genesis uh the police with sting a lot of white guys talking about jamaica in the 80s so oh yeah i think it's fine i think it was oh, yeah, cool runnings yeah cool, to, no it was africa well i mean but i'm but they're not White. Okay. I mean black. <laughs> cool runnings. Uh, oh, yeah. you think cool runnings like speared that? Just like how Crocodile Dundee probably spearheaded the obsession with Australia in the eighties. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um but yeah, uh we got off topic. We were talking about things ending. Uh personalities have been ending this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like not only uh people's personal lives, but also like their professional lives. Uh Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon both lost their jobs this week. Yeah, which is crazy because it was when I had my um, Facebook argument. Yeah. Last oh yeah. Week, yeah. My point was like, don't you think that Tucker and Don Lemon are friends? Yeah. And then they get fired like the next week. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, obviously, it's like he said something bad about some voting machines, and then yeah, yeah. And Don, Don I mean, was but a diva. was he the only guy that on that network that said that's? I'm pretty sure other people were saying that stuff, weren't they? Did he break the story? I honestly don't even understand it. I don't know. I know when they were announcing the lawsuit, Chuck Schumer like went to the press and was like, "We want specifically Tuck, Tucker Carlson to be like off the air, like immediately." So yeah, that seemed like a uh... and like who owns Dominion Voting Systems? Mm, I don't know. Wasn't that the I, thing that um, I don't think like... you're allowed to ask about that anymore. It's illegal for you to ask that. <laughs> oh, man. Censorship is wild. But, yeah, so he got... Tucker got fired uh, because of that whole voting system thing and the whole lawsuit between Fox and Dominion. Um, and Don Lemon got fired for uh, being a diva, they said. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't honestly know why he was fired other than, like, he had those 
arguments on air that we saw. Well, the one time, so Don Lemon moved from the evening show to the morning slot with who was it, Caitlin Collins and the other chick. I don't know any of their names. Yeah, Poppy Harlow maybe. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. I might have just made that up. No, Poppy Harlow is definitely a thing. Uh, but anyway, so he went to the morning show, which was like six to nine CNN, and uh, I guess they weren't like getting along very well because he thought he was like the bigger star, and he deserved like more credit instead of it being like a collaborative effort. Okay, collaborative. <laughs> but 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 okay. So taking that. From there, at face value, you're like, okay, so obviously he had a bigger new show. He thinks that he should be bigger than that, right? But then you add the stuff that comes in later, which is uh, there were times where uh, his co-hosts would try to, like, add to the conversation, and he would get angry, like, visibly angry, audibly angry, and say, uh, could you let me finish my point? (laughs) To the point where I think one of the chicks, like, uh, started crying and then, like, left one of the sets. On air? She didn't cry on air. They went to commercial and then she like bounced like in the middle of the newscast. Oh wow! And was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just leave. Um, but then uh, a couple of weeks later, uh, I think Nikki Haley decided to announce that she was gonna run for Republican Party, and then Don Lemon like made that comment about how like women pa- past the age of forty are like past their prime or something like that. What did, uh, what was he talking about when he said that? I cuz she I guess she's a woman that's past the age of 40. So, so she's too old to run for president? According to him because she's a woman and past <laughs> the age of 40. Uh she's past her prime. And, and then, his co-hosts tried their best to try to like alleviate the tension in the situation, but it was like too late. Um and then uh like a couple of weeks ago they were interviewing that other Republican guy, Vivek uh, pastrami or whatever his name is oh yeah uh he was there and then he kept like interrupting don lemon kept interrupting the guy as he was like talking i forget what the guy's point was i think the guy was trying to say something about like civil rights or something like that and don lemon was like how dare you try to come at me and tell me about civil rights <laughs> but i don't know apparently they like gave him like an option to either go to like rehab for alcoholism or something like that or no because he was on he's not even a drinker don't you remember when he was on new year's eve and he was like i've never drank anything in my life he's been he was fucked up on new year's eve he said that he wasn't drinking i don't he know said he wasn't you don't think that he lied <laughs> <laughs> a member of the esteemed media organization oh yeah. That was, it was just, that's weird that they got fired, like, within, like, hours of each other. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that they met at the bar together that night to, like, have some drinks and talk about it? I don't know. I don't know. I, it's weird, right? I mean, I guess we could bring this part up now, too. Uh, we were watching that uh, White House. Oh, yeah, just, like, uh, and first of all, let's let's start from the beginning with this just really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Why do they call it a headliner at the White Horse, <laughs> White Horse at the White House Correspondence Center? I don't know. That's so weird. Yeah. The whole thing was so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't think it was any different from any of the like previous years. It just felt way more like produced. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in the previous years, some of the people that were chosen to like headline that <laughs> right? like, were uh like 
better comedy writers and like actually like wrote jokes. Uh, I'm, Michelle Wolf, I think, did a good Michelle job. Michelle Wolf did a really good job. Yeah. Um, but her thing was only like seven minutes long because I remember like yeah. it, his was 25 minutes. Well, he was trying to like include like shout outs to like uh, the local uh, junior media, whatever the fuck. What is the White House Correspondence Center even about? Mm. He said it was about something about media, like congratulating the media for being so truthful yeah, or something. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, it was pretty bad. He had a couple of good jokes in there, but I don't know. It's just... There was a couple of good jokes, and I honestly don't dislike Roy Wood. We didn't, I don't even think we said his name. Oh, yeah. In case you don't know. And Dark Brandon was there, too. Like, that whole thing was fucking <laughs> weird to me. And, like, to me, like, that was embarrassing. Like, I'm not, like, you know, some sort of patriot or whatever. Yeah. But if I was, like, the... uh I don't know, some sort of malevolent force from another place. And yeah. I saw us roasting our president. Yeah. I think I might be like, hey, you know what? They're probably not doing that great right now. <laughs> you yeah. know? It was like, I mean, he called him Dark Brandon. Yeah. And then um, what else did he say that was like kind of crazy? Uh, he talked about the voting machines. But then he spent most of his time talking about the Tucker Carlson that, uh, oh, that was Lemon the point, thing. yeah, was that they he'd spent like 10 minutes on talking about Tucker and Don Lemon. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is that? I guess because they were part of the media, but still. Mm. Do you think that they did that for the Correspondence Center to, like, give him... Just to give him material? Seriously. <laughs> or just to have... Yeah, like, I mean, what better time to, like, fire two big stars on, like, the two opposing networks yeah. than to do it right before the White House Correspondence Center? Yeah, true. I don't know. You think they showed up still? Were they still invited, do you think? I doubt it, because if they're not working for a specific company, then they're probably not... Uh... That's got to suck to get, like, a rescinded invitation from the White House. It's like, the, you get the first invitation, you're probably, like, so excited, like, I'm invited to the White House, and then you get the second letter, it's like, yeah, you can't come. Never mind. <laughs> we take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, the whole thing is weird. I mean, there's a bunch of celebrities, like, what What are celebrities there for? Yeah. What do they have to do with politics? Mm, yeah. What does that have to do with, like, getting shit done in America, other than being just, like, a dog and pony show of, like, the richest people in America that like are like dressed in fashion or whatever. It's yeah. literally just like a fucking like another awards show or something. Well, that was a the thing. Like they the started it off. Presidential awards show. They started it off with naming like these things that Roy Wood did in like radio or whatever, and then they talked about like how his dad was like a pioneer and like broadcast like a he was a reporter in like Vietnam or some shit like that. Oh that? yeah, he tried to give some story about him reporting out of like Remember the he, didn't, he he didn't get fox a, holes or some shit. <laughs> he didn't get that's Jamie Foxx's show. He didn't give. Uh, Speaking of Jamie Foxx, we almost lost too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was like a couple of weeks ago though, right? Well, he's still in the hospital. Yeah, he's in his foxhole. He's in his foxhole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roy Wood Jr. didn't like get up until they listed those things. Remember that chick came out and she was like. Your headliner, Roy Wood Jr., and then, like, nobody moved. And then she was like, Roy, uh, his father was a guy. You remember that? I think he was, like, waiting for, like, a better... Uh... I think he was waiting for her to say all those things first and then bring him up. They 
because to, like, part of his rehearse like how that well, comes out, right? Well, like, part of the, the the set that he did, he like included like a thank you, like as almost as if it's like a a prize or something to do that that job. I don't know. Does he get paid for it? I'm sure he does. He probably gets like some advertising money. Well, I mean, it's good advertising. I mean, although Michelle Wolf didn't do very much after she. I think she, she. I think she got some writing gigs afterwards. I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything from her, but yeah, whatever. It's just fucking weird that you're getting co- comedians like to host this shit when you're talking about serious journalism. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's such a fucking like. Oh my, it's a go play. That, if we're gonna go down that route, I feel like comedians should be hosting everything. You're it's right. Like what I was talking about with like the thing that you were talking that podcast that you were listening to, like there should be a service. Where these people can come up with the information, lay it out, and then be like, okay, I'm going to hire this person to present this in, like, a funny way. Yeah, Where people yeah. will actually, like, tune in and listen to it. No, you're absolutely <laughs> right. No, you really are. But at the same time, like, that's what they're trying to do. But yeah. then it's also, like, we find out, like, how, you know, even, they even said it at the White House Correspondence Center how much money they made off of the vaccine. Didn't he say some shit like that? Uh, like I said something like that. Was he being tongue in like, cheek though? No, I don't think so because I don't think it's like private knowledge that everybody, like all the news networks were paid to advertise this stuff. Mm. Yeah, so I then know. I wonder like, is it um, like, does each uh, news character get like a certain percent? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, well, I'm sure they get are up 60% this week, so you guys get like a $7,000 bonus or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably like laid out somehow. Like, down the line, you get some type of kickback somehow where it's not traceable or something. <laughs> All the alcohol you want. Put it in your mileage. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, they're gone. Um, who else? Uh, James Corden. At, oh, at, yeah. He ended his Late Late Show run this week. Yeah, before I ever got a chance to see one episode. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we finished it. It sucks that... Uh, I, it's like I was telling you earlier. Um, I used to watch a lot of like British comedy from like the 2000s. Yeah. And he used to be part of like a lot of these like different British like variety comedy shows. Like... Uh, Jimmy Carr used to be the host of a lot of them. Oh, like an SNL type thing? They sort of, but they didn't do bits. They would play like a game. You know, like one of them oh, was, yeah, uh, yeah. they did like uh fucking, what was that game? Deal or No Deal? But like the money went to charity or whatever. You know what I mean? There's a shit like that. Um, but he was all right. I mean, I didn't hate him when he was doing shit like that. One of the bits that he did was during the filming of one of those shows, he like actually ordered a pizza because he was a, a fat guy, and he was like, all his jokes were like, I'm a fat guy. Really? I'm, I, I'm a British fat guy. And uh, he ordered a pizza because he said that Jimmy Carr was like so boring that he, he just wanted to get a pizza. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that he was just like eating the pizza, like ignoring everything that Jimmy Carr was like asking. <laughs> I guess that's a comedy bit, right? <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. What does that signify? <laughs> just eating something? On stage? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, have you ever seen anybody do that at like an open mic or anything? Um, I've seen someone drink his own piss. Yeah, that doesn't count. But not count. eating. No, I meant like, yeah. On stage? Yeah. 
Not as a bit. It no. might have been like, oh man, I just like got here from work and I didn't have time to have dinner, so I'm just gonna take a bite of this. Like, yeah, I feel like it should be jokes. more prevalent, right? I mean, you know, why not? <laughs> if uh, Bill Cosby's doing it. Oh shit. Uh, we're also down another one of America's beloved uh, reality shows. Uh, Red Table Talk. Uh, Jada Pinkett announced that Facebook is no longer carrying her show. Oh my God, really? <laughs> yeah. Another show I never got a chance to watch. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've seen the aftermath. Yo, would you Why watch they... it if uh, James Corden and Jada Pinkett just like switch shows? No. No? No. All right. Neither one of those people am I interested in like hearing from. No, me neither. Like, if James Corden was still funny, then yeah. maybe. Jada Pinkett, I don't know. I think she's like a reptile or something. <laughs> she's something weird. I don't know. She looks like uh, she blinks sideways. Eventually, we're going to do my Illuminati or Naughty corner, and uh, we'll talk about Jada then. Yeah. Because I think she's a... We're naming a bunch of our upcoming bits uh, whatever, whatever corner. So Something corner. It's under construction at the yeah. moment. Our, brains. our corners are under construction. <laughs> but the bones are good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, lots of closings, uh, lots of things ending. Uh, this one was pretty big. Bed Bath & Beyond announced that they were officially ending their store. What does it mean when a store ends? Like... Um, I guess it depends, like, because sometimes they can go for bankruptcy, but the stores still remain, like, they just close, like, the ones that are, like, not making as much money. Yeah, that's what, when you said, uh, you heard the same about Bath and Body Works, I looked it up, and that's what they're doing. They're closing, like, a bunch of their stores, but they're not closing, closing the store. Right, they're but just Bed downsizing. Bath, yeah, but Bed Bath and Beyond is, like, actively closing all stores. But, like, does that mean, like... Can you make a new Bed Bath and Beyond and like register the IP and everything under your name? Like, I don't know. Honestly. I wonder how that works, right? Because are they closing like everything? Like, are they gonna yeah. have an online store? I don't know. Well, because a lot of bookstores did that, right? Like, like Borders. Yeah. Are there any of them still? No, they're all gone. Are there any Barnes and Nobles? There's Barnes and Nobles. Is that the only? That's pretty much the only one. That's pretty much the only one. I think. Walden Books. Mm, I don't know that? if they're around. I do remember them. Damn, I miss bookstores. Like, good bookstores, though. Yeah. The kind where you could, like, walk around and find some shit that, like, you would never even think to look up. You know what I mean? Like, the mating habits of walruses or some shit. I mean, I use Google for that, so I don't really... I mean, I like... Here's the thing. I think it's, like, my disorder. Mm. I just can't read. Oh. Like, books. Yeah. Like, I can read books. Don't get me wrong. I just can't read books. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Are you sad that Bed Bath & Beyond is closing? Um, I mean, I don't... I've never shopped there. you never been there? I've been there. I don't know that I've ever bought anything from there. They used to sell a lot of, uh... I think we... We, <laughs> I, we got some shit from there, but, uh, it was like... I don't know. We tried to use those, like, coupons. Mm. You know what I mean? And, like, we went in there with, like, a bunch of shit. Yeah. And then they didn't let us use them all. Uh. So... Yeah, I, uh, they used to have, like, a big S scene on TV section. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, they had, like, candies from, like, different parts of the world. Like, they had Irish candy Oh, there. I do remember that. That's I do, cool. yeah. But, I mean, like, that's such an odd, like, just, just open an Irish online. candy store. Or, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, 
You don't have to fucking have the rest of the house with you. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, so you, did you say that you had something that you were like, wanted to tell me about this closing? No. Did I say that? I don't know. Bed Bath & Beyond? Yeah, I thought there was something like behind it. Like, why are they closing? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't think there was a reason. I think they were just, just not making money anymore. I don't think they're just making any oh, money. Oh, I thought there was more of a story. I think behind a lot that. of no, I think that's it. Uh, a lot of stores are closing though, right? Like, I mean, there really are. Um, what what store do you think is still like necessary? Like, I feel like you need like clothing stores, right? For the most part, if yeah, you're like you in a need pinch, like you need a like clothing store. Yeah, like a Walmart probably. Mm, yeah. Well, that yeah, that's like or a something multi, like that, or like a Target. Well, what's like a specialty store that they like specialize in, like one or like three things? I guess the Beyond could stand for more than three, but uh. <laughs> it seems like all those stores like that like have closed. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I mean, I guess you probably want to get like your like like drugs from a pharmacy, you know, and not from yeah. like Yeah. And like a grocery store you would still need, I guess. Yeah. But like I don't know. There's there's not many things that I'm like I need to go to the store right now and get that. Yeah, I know cuz we have dash pass, so. Well, not even that. It's just like uh I feel like there's no like necessary thing, you know what I mean? I mean Besides like, like medicine or like clothing or like stuff for your car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you think you're just, it's your consumerism is, is gone? I think I've reached peak and passed the peak of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that totally makes sense. Uh, th- and I think that's why a lot of these places are closing. Because I used to love people. shopping. I used to fucking love shopping. I told you, uh, one of my, like, hangout spots uh, after we would get drunk is to go, was to go to a 24-hour Walmart and just, like, walk around. And just roast the items that were on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these light bulbs. Fucking stupid ass light bulbs. Three nine nine. <laughs> you just get you just like roasted the items in Walmart. Yeah, we just walk by and just like point at something and be like, oh, that is a stupid looking tissue box. <laughs> but the best was like waking up the morning after because you would always like. At least me, anyway, because I'm a fun guy. I would always wake up with <laughs> bags of, like, various items that I didn't need. Really? You know I mean? Like, the one one day I went there and got really, really hammered and found a way to get home, woke up the next day, had a bunch of, like, Walmart bags there. Uh, most of them were uh, candy and uh, bird seed for some reason. Bird seed? Yeah, I, had, I didn't have a bird. I don't know why I wanted to buy bird seed. Were you going to make like a bird feeder? I don't know. I don't know what my plan was. Uh, but I talked to <laughs> one of my friends and apparently they said that uh, in the process of us like roasting these products, uh, I brought up the idea that like, what if they have like sentience and they're like sad that we're making fun of them? So you bought them? So they said that, like, whenever we would, like, roast a product, like, I would, like, get the saddest looking one and be like, damn, that's fucked up. He's going to come home with me. (laughs) Like a Danish. (laughs) A melted Danish or something. (laughs) Did you eat them? No, never. Well, maybe maybe in the process of, like, sleeping. (laughs) Never, like, like, soberly, like, ate. 
the neglected items that I bought <laughs> from Walmart. You're saving items from Walmart? That's hilarious. I thought they had I thought they had sentience. I thought I mean, they you were... never know. Did you just watch Sausage Fest or something? This was before Sausage Fest. Wow. So when so that movie you've came always out, been a forward thinker. Mm, just when it came to consumerism and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, like that's why I'm so obsessed with thrifting. And it's not just like like the I don't like to buy shit from Walmart aspect mm. of it. Yeah. You know, it's just whatever. Um, we have an entire episode about like thrifting and shit that I want to get into. So I'm like yeah. trying to like reel myself in because. Yeah, we got to do a bunch of research for that. Not even. I've done it all. It's just it's going to be so much that we need one episode <laughs> at least for it. Um, um, you wanted to talk about the potential reasoning behind all these like weird endings of things that have been happening lately so i mean like i told you in the last episode if you remember um i really don't know that much about astrology except for what i'm learning like slowly and like big big things that happen Mm. so a big thing that happened last month on the 23rd i think was um pluto transited from being in pisces to being in aquarius okay so the last time Pluto was in Aquarius was in the 1770s into the 1790s. What does that mean to be in Aquarius or whatever? I guess its position in the sky is in the sign of Aquarius. Okay, gotcha. You know, it's like the whole, like if you picture the the whole map of the planets like mapped out mm. and the way that they rotate, Yeah. like depending on like what order they're in. Is kind of like what astrology is. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like it makes a bunch of different like patterns and shit. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense if you like, like, kind of like zoom out. But I can't get in there and tell you like what's in your first house, second house. There, I don't know that shit. There's houses in space. (laughs) Um, I don't know. We haven't discovered that yet. Oh fuck. Um, and that's not really like what I meant by houses. You have 12 houses in your, like, birth chart for the each, like, well, it's one month per house, basically. Mm. But each house is, like, first through, one through 12, and each house stands for, like, a certain thing, right? Okay. So, whatever. We're not even going to get into that because that's a personal astrological thing on a collective level. Yeah. Pluto moving into Aquarius, that transit, it only happens like once in a lifetime. Okay. Or, well, it only moves, um, it only moves, uh, from one sign into the next every 20 years or so. Mm -hmm. So the last time Pluto moved into the sign of Aquarius was in the 1700s. And during that time was the, um, War against the, the freedom, the war for freedom against Britain. Okay. What, that? What, what do we call that one? The Revolutionary War. The Revolutionary War. Then we had the Industrial Revolution, mm-hmm. the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's like all, that's all I have for, uh, <laughs> for that. So you're saying that because of this transition, it could possibly be affecting what? Because people dying? Um, it's not well, not really people dying, but it's a change of like a changing of the guard, if you will. 
Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A changing of the way that we operate. So we went from being in uh, um, one energy to another. Mm. So if you like, I don't know. It just it just works differently. Like Jesus was a Pi- was the Pisces. He was like the the fish sign mm-hmm. that was like supposed to represent his time. Gotcha. Aquarius is like the next age. Mm. We're like in the age of Aquarius. So I guess when Pluto moves into Aquarius, it's the smallest planet, but it it kind of like lays the groundwork for the rest of the planet's transitions. Mm, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. You don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't have to know what it looks like. All I'm saying is that um, Pluto has been historically noted to have changes to systems Mm -hmm. to structures the way things work and i think that us you know losing these like kind of structural figures Mm -hmm. is related to that gotcha okay huh now do you think it works the other way too like people can benefit from this like change of energy Definitely. I think this is a good thing for sure. It's di- it's different. It worked out for Roy Wood Jr. It worked out for <laughs> Roy Wood Jr. Yeah, I like, um, exactly. Like, exactly like I said, when the stuff happened at my work, then I felt relief yeah. from it. I'm like, this is what I can expect for this energy. Yeah, yeah. And so Pluto will be in Aquarius for the next 20 years. There's, there's a couple egresses back into Capricorn. It's a lot more than I have time to explain. Mm. But... For the next 20 years, Pluto is now in Aquarius. And so Aquarius is a fixed air sign and it works with communication and information and and intellectuality through communication. So um, I think that we're going to be looking at like a lot of good changes for like society Mm -hmm. during this time because I think people hopefully... (laughs) are like you know starting to uh wake up to stuff yeah you know what i mean see behind the curtain if you will yeah yeah it's just like that uh harry balafonte song uh come mr dj dump on the replay exactly rest in peace Rest in peace, Harry. Um, yeah, the reason I asked if it uh, works the other way is because uh, this has been a big week, or the upcoming week is going to be a big week for the royal family. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's coronation um, week. Is again, it? another point to my thing for Pluto moving, changing the structures, oh. or changing of the guard in the, in yeah. the royal family. Oh, shit. So, so the queen dying was written in the stars? No, it wasn't written in the stars, but it's just like during this time, for whatever reasons, the energies that are like swirling in the sky mm-hmm. create certain um, potentials. Yeah. So it's not like just because this happens, this has to happen, but it's like, you know, mm. giving you a better spin on stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's a lot to think about. It is a lot to think about. So what do you think is going to happen this coronation week? You think Charles is 
Charles the Third. Charles in charge. Oh shit! Is he gonna use uh, that as his entrance? Music? I don't know, but I just thought about it, and I'm like, that's so good. I hope so. If nobody uses that, that's crazy, and I haven't actually seen anybody use it yet. So the Charles and Char- maybe because it's already trademarked by the ABC company. No, but I mean, like in reference to our 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 new king, their their new king. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like the idea of somebody yeah. referencing that song for yeah like it's a good it's a good punny song to go in there yeah yeah like the, my one for joe biden which one was that one well it's to the tune of nobody by, by keith sweat keith sweat yeah yeah how did it go again who can love you like me joe biden yeah yeah i remember keep going who can sex you like me you do it Joe Biden. Who can do you all night long? Joe Biden, baby. No, 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 no. Now, if he doesn't give me a fucking bunch of money to do his campaign for him. Joe Biden? Whoever. Or the the king. Well, the king doesn't need a campaign because he's already the king. Mm. You only, you get that. How about a military campaign? <laughs> Yo, so if somebody declares like uh, war on England, does he have to fight somebody, or is that like the prime minister? You mean like like a duel? Yeah, like if fucking <laughs> like, like if like Ireland decided to no. Declare. Well, I mean that's too close to home, right? Literally, <laughs> I mean, but like say say. Uh, Say the people of Sudan wanted to go over and say, like, we're, we're running this joint now. Like, who has to respond to that? Like, the country's the military. prime minister? Well, obviously. Yeah, the prime minister. They do all well, the... What does the king do? He just sits there and take he's it like just, a bitch? He's just a front... He's just a pu- puppet. A pawn? He's a pawn. He just keeps He just keeps watch over the royal jewels. You better be careful, man. He just got his hand on the button. <laughs> I don't think he has access to the button. What do you think he has access to? Oh, no, he had access to another kind of button, but... Which one was that one? Camilla Parker Bowles's. Oh! You hear Tampon Gate? Tampon Gate. Oh, we talked... I showed you, like, the the thing with him talking to Camilla Parker Bowles while he was married to Diana, and he's like, push the button. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was, like, the recorded conversation that he had? Well, yeah, I mean, it was like a... It was like weird phone sex? Yeah, it was like weird phone sex. Like, oh, right, I'm, I'm there, yeah, there I Almost. am. Almost. <laughs> um, so that's going to be weird, because he seems to not like Harry anymore. That's his, like, biological son, right? That's his redhead. That's his redheaded uh, boy. Yeah. And then the other, the balding one. Yeah. <laughs> they got another one too, right? Or is it just them two? No, just the two. Oh, okay. They got the air and the spare. So, <laughs> the air up there. So wait. So if something happens to Charles, who's the next in line after him? It, it, then they say it's like one of his grandkids. I th- think technically it is uh, William's son. Why did they skip William? Um. Will I am. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it goes to him and then it goes to his son. Mm. Or if, like, I don't know exactly how the succession is. But I was wondering, though, because he's moving Camilla up to, like, bottom bitch. Mm. She's going to be the queen, not just the queen consort. I don't know what the difference is. but Isn't a consort the same as a concubine? 
I thought <laughs> queen consort. <laughs> Wait, yeah, bottom queens, bitch. Do queens get concubines? Maybe. The, remember, we were looking for examples of like women that were allowed to have multiple husbands. Yeah. Maybe are queens allowed to do that? Um. That's not I don't religious, think so. but it might. Count. Not in like I don't think in. She's like, British I gotta spread the seed as as far as possible. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> we only have like one. Women only have like the one vessel. Yeah. So it's like you know. It's not as um. What's the word? Squirt. No. What's the word when you get things done like in an efficient? It's not an as efficient. You squirt it out. For a woman to have multiple husbands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except for if the husbands don't know who the father is, and then they all have to take care of the baby. Yeah, that's why we're missing Jerry Springer. I know. All these motherfuckers are going to think that shit is normal now. Mm. Thank thank you. Um, yeah, I don't care about any of this like British stuff. I never really do. I don't either. Like I, I look at it because it's interesting, yeah. and I'm like... So they have all these fucking jewels, which I like to look at because I like sparkly shit. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, these were all acquired through, like, war, right? Like, yeah. they've stolen these from, like, the families of, like, the countries across the world. Yeah, yeah. I think most of them are, like, blood diamonds. <laughs> so, I mean, what do they have other than, like, a bunch of jewels uh, and, like, some castles? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a bunch of, it looks like, again, it's, it looks like theater. Yeah, true. Um... Speaking of the uh, British monarchy, um, did you see the story about how Mattel released the first uh, Down Syndrome Barbie or Barbie with Down Syndrome? Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> I did. And that is, um, I mean, good for them for being inclusive, but like. Hey, I'm all for it. I'm but all like, for what are you going to do? You can't make like a fucking cerebral palsy doll. I think they, they, I think they have one. The, the joints are more articulated, but I think they do have them, though. No, or, they don't. Yeah, I think they do. Look it <laughs> they up. do? Yeah. Uh, they had a, that Down's baby, Down Syndrome baby, on in that Australian story. Oh, uh, yeah, that's That was, true. like, the only other time I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, good, I, I'm not against it. I just hope that, like, this will lead to, like, more dolls that, like, portray like inclusivity yeah you know what i mean yeah because for years i've been wanting a trap doll that like barbie. represented me yeah trap house barbie I, i've always wanted a doll that like represented me on the inside you know yeah. what I mean? so like when they come out with like a barbie or a ken that can like uh fully show what clinical depression looks like <laughs> how would you do that they're just in pajamas all day? No, they just don't have anything, any paint on their face. <laughs> it's like no expression. It's just, it's just skin. That's hilarious. This is clinically depressed Barbie. <laughs> this is like uh, Hodgkin's disease Barbie. You think anybody, they could come out with like one trying to be inclusive to like a specific group and like people would be pissed off about it? Like, is there a group out there that'd be like, nah, we'd actually rather not be shown as dolls? Um. What's that group that thinks uh, if you take a picture of them, it captures their soul? Some, I think there's some native tribes. They're probably them. Probably them. They probably. Like but them. I don't know which Don't make ones. any dolls of me, brother. Yeah, don't make any. Yeah, they don't want you to make a. Um, <laughs> what are those things called? A voodoo doll? 
Hoodoo doll. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, But there's different reasons, right? Because I think, like... Well, I mean, I don't think anybody's really upset that they have a, a Down syndrome Barbie, right? Like... I don't think anybody's upset about it, but I'm like, how big is the market for this? Are they just like, I think the people that are making Barbies now are just older and having more Down syndrome kids. And they're like, well, we got to like get Barbies in to match our kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's hard to think of like a, a thing that like people with disabilities like band together to go against. Like, besides, like, uh, like... They don't. Their parents do. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah, they don't, like... like I mean, they're of, like, just happy with it. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to, you know, stereotype, uh, you know, disabled people. Yeah. But they're usually happy and, like, cool with everything. Yeah. I've never heard any... any. I've worked with plenty of special needs people. I've never heard them being the ones offended by, like, anybody's remarks yeah it's usually yeah. just the parents that unite together yeah for like a cause like yeah. hashtag autism moms <laughs> hashtag anything like moms is the worst right you it's just like fill in whatever you want there i see all these bitches i mean i really i don't go on tiktok because like i don't know if it's um spyware and um i don't know what like the yo- the youngest generation of social medias or media users are doing which i feel like maybe i should get a burner phone yeah and put tiktok on that no just so i can stay in the loop you know not my fucking house connected to my goddamn network <laughs> no that might actually be a good idea just put it like a fucking vpn on there yeah because we do need access to not need it but it would be like because right now my point was all my whole feed in social media is just moms doing like mom influencing. Yeah. And it's just like influencing people to have like a fucking truckload of kids. Yeah. Well, so let me get your take on this and tell me if you think it's like the people supporting the people with disabilities or the di- people with disabilities themselves, not necessarily Down syndrome or whatever. Um, I was reading a story about how uh, there was a specific disability group. Um, in California that were suing the state uh, because of their uh, assisted suicide law. Okay. apparently uh, the people, the disability group spokesman or whatever was saying that uh, the law is specifically intolerant to people with disabilities because if you have a disability, um, you're more apt to be tried to uh talked into to assisted suicide so they're trying okay. to say that like people with disabilities like have to deal with the extra layer of like doctors being like well you know we live in California like i if you ask for them i could just give you these pills and you could just be put out of your misery <laughs> but like what do you think about that do you think it's the people with disabilities complaining about that or the people surrounding the people with disabilities complaining about that. Well, I have more questions. Um, So for the bill, they're saying that people with disabilities are not allowed to make the decision to end their lives. No, they're saying that they have a law in California that was passed like seven years ago. About assisted suicide. The right to die or whatever. Yeah, the right to die. Exactly. Okay, so that law's there. Mm -hmm. But they're saying... 
that people with disabilities are more likely to like just take the bait? Yeah, so, okay, here's, <laughs> here's a story. A group of people with disabilities is suing uh, California's assisted suicide law, saying that the bias they face trying to get health care during the pandemic shows the system is too quick to offer death as an appropriate outcome. Uh, the lawsuit filed against state officials and agencies argues that California's seven-year-old law that allows terminally ill people to choose to get lethal drugs to end their life, the End of Life Option Act, puts disabled people at greater risk of being coerced into seeking assisted suicide. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't understand. Like, it's not like they can just recommend that to any old disabled person, right? Well, so... Well, I mean, but I guess people that have, like, Down syndrome, for instance, they yeah. do tend to have, like, a shorter lifespan sometimes than like your average adult right yeah yeah so um is that considered a well it says the lawsuit uh says people with disabilities often face denial uh of the medical care they need and as a result may be quick to seek assisted suicide uh they were they tell the story about this lady who has muscular dystrophy and in 2021 in the middle of the pandemic she was hospitalized for pneumonia uh, she asked for therapy to regain her strength, and the doctor said she didn't qualify. And then she said, he looked at me and said, well, I mean, look at you. There's nothing we can do for you. And you've known this come, This is coming for a long time, so why are you surprised? What the fuck? <laughs> so, that's, so that's the person that came up with the well, she says disability if, thing? If a doctor had told her she should apply for California's assisted suicide law, she says she, she might have well said yes. Wow. Uh, but no doctor, I guess, in any case, like, brought it up. But they're saying that, like, doctors are quick to be like, you know, we could offer you this, but why waste the resources on you when you can just... Just end it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know who brought that up. Again, to me, it might have been the person, because people with muscular dystrophy t- generally don't have any... I mean... As a nurse, I've worked with a lot of people with muscular dystrophy, and it is a uh, disorder that ends in early death, like yeah. usually 30s to 40s max. Um, but they're coming up with like with freaking CRISPR, which is like six dollars. Yeah, they can cure these people, but they're not even like I don't know. It's fucked. So, do you think they should like repeal or like revisit that law? To make it so, like, that's not a doctor's, like, first suggested option or something? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it should ever be the first suggested option. Unless yeah, the yeah. person's, like, you know, we offer hospice in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Where it's not, like, you know, it, it's not, like, we're doing assisted suicide, but we don't intervene yeah. if someone, like, starts to die. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we'll yeah. do, like, comfort care. Yeah. Um. That's a big difference from that than just being like just take these pills and and you know right exactly yeah yeah i don't know that's a weird yeah it's a weird law to have i think um because california has weird laws about people being dead anyway because like they consider death different than other states i think like something with their brain dead mm. laws was that the terry shivo shit was that in california no she was from like pennsylvania like not far from here no really yeah she was oh, from close shit. by Rest um, in peace, Terry but, but california has something weird where they're like 
if somebody's declared brain dead, they're dead. Like, where, you know, other times people have woke... I don't know the ins and outs because we weren't talking about this before. But, um... <laughs> where were we with that? Uh, I was asking you, how much would you pay for a Terry Shavo Barbie? <laughs> See, that's the thing, right? Uh... I wouldn't. <laughs> you, just, you just make your own. You're like, I got the tools. I can just make this one. Because is the purpose of a doll to have something that looks like you? Or is it just to have like a, a thing to dress up and do their hair? Uh, that's a great question that I think applies to a lot of things, right? <laughs> it does. And um, I mean, not that I have anything against them making a Down syndrome Barbie. If people feel more included by that being available, great. Um, but I don't think that it was a person with Down syndrome's idea. Although there's Down syndrome supermodels. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're becoming more visible. Yeah. And a lot of them are higher functioning. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, good for them. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, th- that disability thing, uh, the group that was suing about that law is crazy. There's been a lot of like changes to like, uh, laws that we've been reading about especially this week uh i guess we should end with this one um we we're talking about how uh there's that uh i guess group of federal prison regulators that want to make it illegal for people to have money in their like commissary and like accounts when you're in prison yeah that's so fucked up yeah they want they want to like basically tax you uh, yeah or take money out if you like owe money for like restitution yeah, or for like court fees yeah. or whatever um and they're saying that like the re- the reason this has been brought up is because apparently there was like a washington post story uh where the person like investigated why r kelly uh robert kelly uh kells kells uh, from the Chocolate Factory. Um, <laughs> from Trapped in the Closet, parts 1 through 53? Yeah. Uh, they wanted to, uh, they were investigating why he had uh, money still owed to his victims and also had, like, a bunch of money in his commissary accounts that I guess he was using to buy, like, what did he buy in there? Like, ramen no- They use it for everything, though, right? They, it's not just, like, the the extra shit, right? Like, you need it for, like, phone calls. and Yeah, like- you need... Well, the, I think there's a different account for phone calls, but you need mm-hmm. it for, like, anything other than, like, what the, they give you in the jail, which is not much. Well, so this, <laughs> this bill was basically saying that, like, any money that came from the outside in your name, right, yeah. was going to be taxed. So... If somebody gave you, what, $100 or transferred $100 to your account. You get 30 of that? You would get 30 of that, of those dollars. And then they would keep this other 70. And then they could decide what to do with that money. And on paper, they would say that they were using it to pay back the victim's families or whatever restitution the person owes, but... In reality, they're just using it for whatever the fuck they want. So yeah, I don't. I mean, as as little as right of rights as people in prison have right now. Anyway, I mean, you know, people do need to be punished, but they yeah. also already have like a cap on how much commissary you can get per week. So if he's getting all this extra shit, it's not just getting to his books. It's going on like everybody else on the block's books. Yeah. So that they can give him shit because 
each prisoner is only allowed to get like a hundred dollars a week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. That's totally fucked. Like, I mean, I mean, if they decided to do that on like an individual basis, I feel like it'd be fine. But to make it like a thing where it's like the norm for everyone, it's like no, no matter what you did, seventy percent of any money coming in is going to come to us. That's wild. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, doesn't R. Kelly still have, like, houses and stuff? Why aren't they liquidating his assets mm. to, like, give the money to his victims? I don't know. Yeah, do you think they seized all that stuff? But didn't they say that know. there was still people in his cult or whatever? I think... I just saw an article today that said that some bitch got pregnant no. by him since really? he's been in jail. I don't know. Since he's been in jail? Yeah, it says, like... She, is this motherfucker mailing his jizz out? Probably. Oh, man. Fucking Kells. He's gonna get out of that closet. Yo, I mean, listen. As long as he's not around any camera equipment, I feel like he's fine. Motherfucker wants to record everything. <laughs> he recorded everything. <laughs> no, not, no, he shouldn't be around other people or camera equipment. You I think mean, Kells uh, ever submitted to Joseph Gordon-Levitt's hit record? <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Although, you know what's funny? I was reading this episode or episode. I was reading this article earlier about uh Matthew Lawrence. Oh, about the naked thing? What naked thing? Didn't he just come out with like a thing where he said that like he tried out for some like Marvel For a Marvel character, movie, yeah. And, and they told him to get naked or some shit like that. And, yeah, and he was like, I guess, um, he was he he was told to get naked and do like sexual things really? with whoever the producer was for a fucking superhero movie. Yeah, and oh. he said no and left, and then he got fired by his um, agency. Agency was it Weinstein? Or was I it know this is. Uh, I think this is after that. After Weinstein, that's fucking wild. I mean, when did the Marvel movies come out? I don't know. Mm, Maybe it was ago. before, but I think at the time they were only paying attention to the women's Me Too movement. Mm, so there you go. So Matthew Lawrence, he almost got diddled <laughs> to be a superhero. He's the one that's dating got... TLC, right? Oh yeah, he's dating Chili. He's getting married to her. Yeah, they both know how it feels to be fucked by the system. <laughs> I think that's pretty perfect. That's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We have so much more to talk about, but we're going to end it today. Uh, and we will be back with you soon. Yes. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in to Actual Comedy Presents an Actual Podcast. Uh, I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Aaron. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. singing the baby to sleep. Wake up, little Betty Bites. Have you been Betty Bites? It was waking me up. When I lay me down to sleep. When the soul identifies with Maya, it forgets. Thus, the soul is temporarily in darkness. It is deluded, and it dreams the mortal dream. Becoming increasingly involved and confused, the soul remains bound up with the world. The intuitive faculty becomes suppressed and its perception of truth blotted out.